So yesterday, I believe we came to the end of the working definition approach for trying to work out what professionalism is. And we were looking at it from the perspective that uh, when you want to answer the question, what does professionalism mean and what are the best um, standards and established best practices that we can, that we have to adhere to if we want to call ourselves professionals, that we can just pretty much say that um, whatever professional courses say professionalism is, then in fact, that is what professionalism is. And to make things easy, my own definition of what a professional course is, is pretty much what a Nigerian parent says a professional course is. And Nigerian parents, when they say, my son, my daughter, read a professional course, study a professional course, become a professional, what they are saying is, study law, study accounting, study medicine, or study engineering. And uh, over the past couple of days, I think we're able to tease out some of the standards and best practices relating to dress, punctuality, clarity of communications, being able to say what the um, expectations are, what the specifications for delivery are, and then looking at case management methodology. Um, this whole idea of uh, you can't run your business, you can't freestyle, you can't run things um, by memory. You need to have a case management system. You then need to use files or diaries or logs or calendars or flowcharts or whatever it is that works um, uh, for um, you or your industry. But you can't just um, freestyle it. You need to have a process. And uh, so I hope I've been able to um, tease out all these things and show particularly how they relate to those of us who are uh, wedding planners, photographers, videographers, uh, cake people, makeup artists, those of us in the wedding and the event space. And so in the different conversations that we had over on the podcast uh, relating to um, trying to sort out the questions of what's the best way to dress, uh, what does punctuality mean, um, um, what's the best way to communicate and what case management method should we adopt? Hope I've been able to go over different scenarios that you should be able to apply um, when examining how uh, they relate to you as a planner or a photographer or as a cake person. So um, after today, I'd like to look at it from another angle and that is to see what professional sales etiquette to see how that applies to those of us in the wedding and the event space. Now, the reason why I say um, we should have a look at what professional sales etiquette, traditional professional sales etiquette has to say on the matter is because um, if you've been listening from day one, you know that uh, the gospel that I preach is that um, personal selling is going to be is going to be what will save a lot of us in our business personal selling being the art of having um, individual and highly targeted one-on-one -on -one conversations whether we do so over the phone whether we do so um, over email or instagram dms or twitter or we visit the client's house or whatever it is the whole point is that these conversations are highly targeted and they're individualized and that they are one-to-one -one. so it's not whether i am looking at you kuro kuro face to face because i'm in your house I don't have to be in your house. The most important thing is that no matter what the medium is, even if we're using virtual reality, that it is intended uh, to be a one-on-one -on -one and specific and targeted conversation. 
So uh, since that is what um, uh, I believe is what is going to grow our businesses um, the most, especially at the stage that a lot of us are right now, for some of us who are listening to the podcast, we might be at that um, early stage, the solo stage, or like some of the wedding planners that I know here in Abuja, you know, you currently have a staff of maybe like 10 to 20 people, you know, things are beginning to pop off. So, um, yeah, so since that's my belief, we're also going to see what professional sales etiquette has to say on the matter. Now, before we move on to tackling that question tomorrow, um, I want to wrap it up neatly and answer the overwhelming question of how all these things relate to sales and selling. That's this whole thing about being professional. Why should I bother about being professional? And why should I bother about all these things that we've been talking about? Dress, punctuality, communicate well, tease out expectations, um, uh, get the work specs right, and uh, follow a case management uh, uh, method, whether it's a file or a diary or a calendar or Google Docs or Google Calendar or iPhone Calendar or whatever it is that you want to use. Why should I bother with all these? What do they have to do with anything? First of all, the reason why they are important is because they affect your ability to sell and your selling methods, and these are tied um, directly um, to your profit margins, which is the reason why we're in business. So I'm not just a wedding photographer because I like to take fancy pictures. I like to take beautiful pictures, but I also like to have a beautiful bank account because a beautiful bank account is what puts fuel in the car, is what makes sure that we can replace the inverter battery it is what is responsible for, you know, allowing um, travel once in a while between Abuja and Lagos to go see the grandparents. It's what pays medical bills, um, you know, and it's what allows you to have the finer things in life. If you're a Lou, uh, what's it called? Is it Louis Vuitton? No, not Louis Vuitton. I can't remember the shoe. Louboutins, yes. So if you're a Louboutin kind of person, it's what allows you to buy those nice Louboutins and the other good stuff that we buy for ourselves every now and uh, now and again. Like I know one of these uh, Abuja um, caterers, I'm not going to say her name, so as not to embarrass her, but she's constantly getting the latest iPhone. So um, the reason why all these things are important, dress, punctuality, case management, clarity of communication, is because they directly affect your ability to pay school fees and to get the best iPhone, pretty much. Oh, and also to pay hospital bills as well, and NEPA bills. So, how do dress and punctuality affect your ability to do this? They do so because people judge a book by the cover. So, if you are not dressed right, or if you're not dressed as expected, and you are impunctual, then people just assume that you are not a credible professional. And the thing is, you might be a better photographer or might be a better planner, but because your dress was shoddy, or you didn't dress in a manner that was expected, and you're shorted with time management, people might just assume that the other person, who, even though technically you're better, they'll just assume that the other person is the better professional. And uh, this is something that folks like you don't like hearing me say, but this is the truth. The thing is, our clients cannot really discern the differences uh, between one photographer and another. I mean, within a certain class, of course. Um, so let's say you are with a 150k client. So within that market range of 150k, 
and she's looking at three photographers. She can't really tell who is better, who is using better lighting, better composing, uh, better editing technique, stuff like that. Because for the average person, anybody in that 150K class, they all look the same. Anybody in that 400K class, they all look the same. And I was shocked to hear some brides discussing at one of our bridal fair bridal fairs that I attended, it was brides and babies, um, I can't remember when, and they were having uh, the debate amongst themselves, and uh, these were brides, when they were talking about uh, Big H and George Okoro, and they were talking about them as if they were synonymous, uh, okay, not synonymous, as if they were interchangeable, there was the big deal, like, they're all the same. So I, as a photographer, I mean, I had absolute horror in my mind, like, you know, I wanted to tell them, no, they are not the same. Big H, you know, lighting philosophy and lighting technique, not the same as George Okoro. They are differences. But the thing is, for our brides, they can't tell. They can't tell at all. So sometimes, at the end of the day, it boils down to all this other stuff of whether you look like a professional or you look like not, uh, like you're not um, a professional. And so dress and punctuality, they tie into this idea of um, credibility so that's why it's important to dress well or dress as expected according to what the conventions of the day might be so in this day and age it's okay for photographers to get away with um, dirty dreads and torn jeans and stuff like that but there was a time when back in the day when wedding photography was professional photographers in suits shooting in uh, shooting with Hasselblads. Uh, so back then, you know, the wedding photographer had to dress different. It was uh, a business attire, a suit and a tie, and Hasselblad. And, you know, things have changed. So remember, dress according to the context, according to the situation, according to your aspirations, and according to uh, the conventions of the day and punctuality. So we're done with uh, credibility now clarity of communications and being able to tease out what the specs for delivery are and what uh, everyone expects from the day you know you're the wedding planner you want to be able to tease out what the expectations are is it 800 guests or 1002 is it uh, african cuisine or is it a uh, continental cuisine um is it uh, egyptian cotton or is it uh, lace from Kano, or whatever all those um, questions now, the reason why um, your ability to communicate clearly and tease out what expectations are, the reason why that is important is because it goes directly to the matter of trust. It's also tied to credibility as well. But the thing is, if you can communicate clearly and people think that um, you have heard them and um, you're just speaking their mind, then they will trust that you can do the job. And of course, that ties to your credibility as well. But um, clarity of communication does a lot to build trust. And it also gives the impression that you are an efficient person and that you are a competent person because you are being very clear in your thought processes. And uh, so we see why that is important. And then um, the case management methodology, you know, the methods that you use also give off that same idea um, as well. Because for me, I use uh, the calendars on my phone, Google Calendar, because for me, everything has to be cloud-based. Because if my phone gets stolen today, I want to be able to just buy another phone, log in with my Google account, and then pick off um, all my contacts, Google accounts, everything, Google Calendar, all my uh, client notes, 
So it has, for me, it has to be cloud-based. If I don't have access to a phone, but I have access to a PC, it's the same thing. Sign in, access my Google accounts, all my data is there. So everything for me has to be um, cloud-based. And I also have um, follow-up and follow-through methods. And uh, I've had a client actually tell me that um, he enjoyed working with me because with me, um, there was absolutely nothing to worry about because I was on ball with everything. And the reason why I was on ball with everything is because I have a case management um, method that I follow as best as possible. And part of that includes having um, follow-through uh, conversations. And it's not always that I'm able to get people on the phone. And so whenever I call, I always send a text message that gives an idea of why I reached out and what the agenda was, you know, the item that pretty much we need to wrap up. And so he was saying that because I was real professional about that, he knew that he could rely on me because we were not going to slip on anything. So I'm not one of those guys who call and say, oh, guy, you know, that's exactly what I wanted to discuss with you about. But because we didn't conclude, we've missed this boat, we've missed this boat, and then because of that, this is not possible. So he could rest assured that that was not going to happen because if I called at 8 and he didn't answer and I called at 10 and he didn't answer, I'll send a text message. Say, so yeah, okay, the last time we saw at Sadi Plaza, we said 1, 2, 3. Remember that because of that, you need to do 4, 5, 6 so that when you now do that, I will now be able to do 8, 9, 10 and the project is going to move on smoothly as planned. So I just sent that in a text message. Okay, remember, we have three, four, five outstanding. That's the reason why I was discussing, uh, why I was trying to call you. Now, he's a busy guy. He's involved in um, trading. So he's always traveling to different places in the Niger Delta region. There's not always service, stuff like that. So he knows that he can come out from the village and the text message will be there. And he was like, oh, it is true. I haven't gotten back to Tavishima. We need to do four, five, six so that we can execute on 789 uh, on time. So um, you see how these things give off the impression that you are efficient and that you are competent and that they tie in um, overall to the credibility, uh, um, uh, our credibility as uh, professionals. Now the bottom line is the reason why all of these things are important is because it makes selling easier. If they look at you and they think this is a correct guy, this is a correct babe, is you know over efficient as in she's on point she's competent i trust her hands down it is going to make your selling easier whether you're a photographer or a wedding planner or a makeup artist and so that is why we should bother with all these things and that is the reason why it is not just all um we're not just talking about all these things just because we like reading business books you know so it's not about forming business or whatever but these things actually grow our bottom line so i hope i've been able to convince you guys that um yes we can look at law accounting medicine and engineering and there are things that we can uh, adopt regarding best standards and best practices relating to dress punctuality how we communicate and how we manage our cases that's uh that we can glean things from this apply to our wedding practice and we can become um better uh, professionals at the end of the day and it's going to grow our bottom line because our clients will see us as more credible they're going to trust us and they're going to think that we are efficient and uh, highly skilled and highly competent at what it is that we do so tomorrow i will look into what professional sales etiquette 
traditional, you know, traditional ideas around sales and selling, what they have to say on the matter. So thank you very much for your time and attention. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I will catch you guys on the next recording.